Welcome to The Center and the Saint. I'm Alyssa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. You know, can we just assume that we don't know the whole story? Uh, I never know the whole story. Mostly because I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, I, I was listening to one of our episodes from a little while back, and it got me thinking... When somebody in the public eye, let's say an actor and actress that are married, they split up or they're having problems or something, will say to about them, oh, well, we don't really know what goes on behind closed doors. Like, we don't really know their life. Right. Well, you don't know my life either. Right. <laughs> and you don't know the life of the cashier. Mm. And you don't know the life of whomever. So we should be giving that grace to everyone, is what you're saying? Yes, not just yes. Hollywood or, mm-hmm. you know. People from afar. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, as people from afar will say, well, we just don't know. But if we interact with them, we think I know we have access and we know everything. Yes. Right. News alert, you don't know everything. I don't know everything. She doesn't know everything. I definitely don't know everything. I kind of like it that way. I just feel like we would lead with a lot more grace and mercy, number one. And number two, I also feel like it leaves room for growth in us. Yeah, it also leaves room for people to approach us and share what is going on in their hearts and be the light of the Lord. And then there's that. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Um like we talked about last week, a little bit of fire. Little Share a little fire. bit of fire. Well, that, you know, that really goes along with this verse from James. James 4. I love the book of James. Yes. There's one some, of my dad's favorites, too. Some good wisdom in James. Um, it's just two verses, 11 through 12. It says, don't badmouth each other, friends. It's God's word, his message, his royal rule that takes a beating in that kind of talk. You're supposed to be honoring the message, not writing graffiti all over it. Oh, love that image. God is in charge of deciding human destiny. Who do you think you are to meddle in the destiny of others? Woo! Amen. I mean, yes. Read that last part again. God is in charge. (laughs) Yes. Who do you think you are to meddle in the destiny of others? Because God decides... Human destiny. Human destiny. Not us. Huh. What an interesting idea. (laughs) I mean, there again, I know we're always talking about the message translation. Gritty in your face. In your Your face. face. Um, So, you know, considering when we talk about each other, it's, gosh, I just feel like there's a lot of this going on right now in the college realm. I mean, the senior and high school thing, everybody's, and I, and I don't mean it's bad, but everybody's kind of, it feels like everyone's talking about so-and-so did get in, and so-and-so didn't, and so-and-so got deferred, and what about these people? Anyway. Hey, in my house, we say so-and-so didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, so I think there's a few categories of this talking about each other. I mean, there's just pure out slander. Right. Where you're just making some crap up and spreading lies just to be evil hope we don't thankfully run into that a whole lot right isn't that what you can sue for slander yeah okay then there's gossip Mm. which is more like more benign you know how is it more benign well 
It's I I don't know because slander you can sue for it. I don't know. <laughs> God, I don't know. I mean, gossip is that thing that we can chalk up to. Oh, it was just a prayer request, <laughs> but it's not. You know, um, when I think of gossip, though, sometimes and maybe it's just the way I need to look at the definitions. But when I think of gossip, I think you don't have the facts right. Is that not true? In gossip. I think it depends. I think sometimes you don't. Well, usually you don't. You definitely don't know the whole story. You but definitely. anyways. Or it's just hearsay. Uh-huh. Or it's something that you're passing along that really there's no reason to pass it along. Because it's not your business. Right. Other than <laughs> to just have something <clears throat> to say or to make someone else maybe look bad or uh-huh. make yourself look better or in the know. I don't know. And then... There's judgment. I mean, sometimes bad-mouthing each other is really just about judgment. We're Mm. just judging somebody. We're just straight up like, well, I don't know what she was thinking when she did that. Mm. I mean, that's judgment. That's all those. It's all those things, right? It's judgment. It's gossip. Yes. It's um, deciding someone's destiny. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, when we talk about this, please know that we are not saying that we have never done this. Right. <laughs> we, I this think is, I did it this morning, actually. I mean, um, so it really goes down to questioning someone else's authority mm. when we're talking bad about them. We are, you know, like, and their authority could be whether it's... Um, a friend, a coworker, a boss, it could it, anybody. I mean, anyone's authority and whatever that looks like is spreading lies about them. It's saying unkind and unhelpful. I like this word, unhelpful. It's not being helpful. Yes. Um, things about them, and we and we do this for so many different screwed up reasons. And it all, that all comes down to us and what's in our hearts. Right. Right. I mean, it's like always the same crap, different wrapping paper. It's anger. It's fear. It's insecurity. It's bitterness. It's pride. It's jealousy. Yeah. Girl, same stuff. Just, to, you just know, comes out a different way. Just comes up different ways. But I really loved the way this gave me an image of, um, when we're bad mouthing each other, we're we're as Christians, we're supposed to be this example, right? And we might as well just have graffiti all over. Like we've just ruined the word of God, right? And bringing other people to God when we do this. Yeah, it would be better just to shut up. Yeah, just stop talking about God and everybody else because <laughs> yeah, like when we bad mouth each other, we're actually bad mouthing God. So, I was in a situation not too long ago, and the person I was with, granted, was in a really hard situation. So, y'all don't know the whole story. I know the whole story. But anyways, in one breath, this person was trying to be the light of Jesus to the people around them. Uh Uh-huh. But then in the next breath, this person was then viewing anger and hatred toward the same people. Mm. And I said, please, please stop. Please put the Bible away. Don't, don't say that anymore because you're ruining anyone else's chance <laughs> right. of getting, you're proving 
that we're all hypocrites. Hypocrites. <laughs> Which we all are. We're all graffiti artists. Oh, yes. We're oh, all graffiti artists. We all are graffiti. I mean, can you imagine? I sort of pictured myself holding my Bible and like reading my word. And then somebody walks over to me and just starts whipping out the pages of my Bible and like vandalizing it with markers and paint and black, you know, Sharpies. Like, what would my reaction be? I'd be like throwing fists, like you always say, yeah. right? I'd be, I'd be, well, I'd be in shock. But that's what we, that's what we do. Right. That's essentially what we're doing when we choose to, you know, judge and gossip and slander mm. others. Mm-hmm. It was very convicting. And I think it's it's one thing to be graffiti, if you think about it, uh, you know, to somebody else. Like, let's say you're talking about somebody and that person's going, wow, she's a Christian and she's just sitting here gossiping with us, right? Uh-huh. I'm and- sure somebody has said that about me. Oh, same. <laughs> hundred times. But then People I'm taking, listening are probably like, uh-huh, yeah, girl. <laughs> then I'm taking it to another level and thinking, God's going, what? You want to be my vessel? Yeah. Look at you, girl. You're dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clean it up. Clean it up. New wineskin, girl. That one cracked. <laughs> well, you know, the second part of this is so interesting, and you kind of honed in on it at the end. When we badmouth each other, you know, it says, talking about meddling in the destiny of others, that's basically like we're, when we do that, we're trying to assume the role of God. Yeah. That's what, that's what that means. I mean, God is in charge of deciding this. Who do you think you are to meddle in their destiny? So we're, so we're like taking on the job of God. Ooh. Aren't we so nice? Let's just. I'm so not qualified for that. Take a little pressure off you, God. Go ahead. We'll, (laughs) you know. Um, he he's the one. But then we get our graffiti artist skills on, right? And we get all up in that (laughs) judgy, judgy. It just leads me back to the original. We don't know the whole story. Yes. And so sometimes we encounter people in a part of their story. But God writes the end, right? Mm-hmm. And so we don't get to know all the chapters of the book, but this is the book, the chapter we're in. So how are we contributing to this chapter of that story? Yeah. And you know what the root of all this goes back to the heart? Um, I mean, you know, Proverbs 4.23 is always that one we always know. Like, keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. It's the source of life. It. It, from it, it, the springs of life flow. Um, and that's where these things come from, whatever's mm. in our hearts. Mm-hmm. And, and very quickly, I mean, the Bible tells us over and over, the heart is the source of good and evil. Not just one, both. Um, like <laughs> Jeremiah 17, 9 is like, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Oh, okay. Okay, like not just not just mine, not just yours, not just somebody's, our hearts. Yeah. And, um, you know, what we speak, what we produce comes from the depths of what's in there. And I think it's interesting. I mean, we hear the word heart a lot in the Bible. And 
what it's talking about, not just this organ of the heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we all need good heart health, but it's very influential in our lives and it includes our mind, it, our emotions and our will, basically our entire inner being. Mm-hmm. So when scripture talks about the heart, it's talking about all of those things. Right. I mean, we were made and created and born with sin. Mm-hmm. So that's why good and evil exist there. But we have to fight it. That's why we have <laughs> multiple personalities. Exactly. <laughs> And, you know, it says in different translations, it says, like, watch over your heart. Keep vigilant watch over your heart. Guard your heart. And to to keep means, like, to maintain ownership of. Um, not letting anything else come in, like, hostile takeover. Right. <laughs> of your, um, to, we need to maintain it. We need to care for it. And we need to support it um, so that other things don't come in and so that hopefully when we're in the word of God it's it is prevailing over the evil that also exists in the heart you just um, brought to my mind Luke 6 45 um, and it says for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of oh yes it's like yeah I also like, there's another verse that says, hold every thought captive to God's word. Mm, Yes. And so I think all of these relate to what you're speaking about. And it's also very exhausting. But it's a good exhaustion. (laughs) And I think similar to what we're talking about, once you learn how to do this, you know, years ago I, I did an event somewhere and I said, taming your tongue. And I used that verse, hold every thought captive to God. And I was highlighting the fact that we have 50,000 thoughts a day and we don't even know what most of them are. They're just kind of playing in the background. Like if you had your radio on in the background, Uh but those are creating your thought patterns, right? So true. And so when you find yourself spewing hate or even in your mind, you, you have these thoughts going through your mind. Sometimes I'll have this thought and I'll think, Allison doesn't think that. Why Why would that come to my mind? And it's because the enemy's trying to get into my thought pattern. Oh my gosh, yes. But only because I'm making myself aware of my thought pattern and I'm taken aback by, why would I think that about Allison? She would never do that. It's because I know you so well. I know your intentions and I know your heart and so I can recognize the enemy. Right. But if you don't know someone's intentions and someone's heart then you can't recognize when the enemy's speaking to you about them. It's so true. And then you're spewing those words out to everybody else. Or or we're at least taking those words as truth and letting anger and frustration from those words, even if we don't use them, our emotions attack people. And we're responding as if it is the truth. Yes. And it's not the truth. Our wisdom has to come from God. Right. Not ourselves. We cannot trust our hearts. Right. <laughs> I mean, sorry, guys. It's, <laughs> wow, it's, this is really heavy. Yeah, this is your heart. Real sick. It's broke. <laughs> it's broke. Um, well, finding. I know it is heavy, and it is such a reminder that it is a constant battle. And yes. I think that's why it's so like, oh my god. And I mess up so many times and it's like, but I know that I can get, I can 
keep plugging into the Lord and he's going to race up that mountain for me and he's going to forgive me and I'm just going to have to keep trusting in him and seeking him. And it reminds me of um, the Psalm uh, 119. And it says, let starts with, let your love, God, shape my life. Um, I'll be able to stand up to mockery because I've trusted your word. Don't ever deprive me of truth, not ever. Your commandments are what I depend on. I'll guard my life with what you've revealed to me. I'll look for your truth and your wisdom. It's just like goes through all of these things. And it, it's so interesting. This is actually the longest of all the Psalms mm. and the longest chapter of the entire in the entire Bible. Really? Uh-huh. This Psalm 119. Whoa. And um I think Ezra wrote this after the temple was rebuilt. So he's just like full of praise and gratitude and it's like twenty-two different sections and they all correspond to a letter of the Hebrew mm-hmm. um alphabet. So it's basically like this really like acrostic poem. Yes. Because back then, you know, you couldn't, you didn't get your Bible out. You had to memorize it. And people, Can you this imagine? made it easier, right? Like yeah. we make up little songs in homeschool and stuff to remember the multiplication table. Or that one time we were leading a women's event and <gasps> <a> training. <laughs> oh my gosh. So good. When next time we're in public and we're not recording, so it's not recorded, we'll tell you all that story. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you guys. We made an acrostic about, yeah. A training. It was great. It was great. It was so good. And it made us really happy. <laughs> made us really happy. But we anyway, got the job done. <laughs> we did. But I think, you know, what is interesting about this is that almost every single verse of this psalm, which is the longest one and the longest chapter in the Bible, every single, almost every single verse mentions the word of God. Mm. And... That is what it all boils down to. Everything Mm -hmm. that we do and everything that we try to be, it's got it. It all goes back to the word of God. We've got to be in it. We've Mm -hmm. got to read it. We've got to just sit there with the Lord and be with him and soak in his truth and forget the truth of his forgiveness, of his strength, Mm -hmm. of his leading, of his wisdom his conviction. So somewhere you read, I will guard with my heart the things you revealed to me. Do you know where that is? Mm-mm. It was in Psalm 119. Oh. I don't know where it was. Let's see. Let me go back. Oh, yeah. I'll guard with my life what you've revealed to me. Guard I, it now. Guard it ever. I love that you're going to guard with your life what God's revealed to you, which means you're in the Word and you're spending time with God because He's revealing things to mm-hmm. you. But also remember, God reveals things to everybody at different times and at different places in their life. Yes. And so oftentimes, not only do I not know the whole story, but when I'm contradicting with someone, I have to just assume that they don't know the whole story yet. Right. And sometimes it's not your job to tell them the whole story. Yes. Let's please all remember that. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to give them grace and mercy because they don't know the whole story yet. They might need a little space. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. it's not yours to go, hey, I'll be back when you get the whole truth. Nope, you're supposed to love them. Love them in the gap. 
again, their destiny, you're not, God's in charge of their destiny, not us. And oftentimes, if it's not a close person, you just need to like smile and love them anyway, right? Right. And just move on. (laughs) But if they're close in your life, you just have to love them in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Not preach to them, not throw scripture at them, not send them 72 podcasts that I'm guilty of doing that to show them <laughs> right. the truth. Like maybe if I give them two pod, what's the formula? Two podcasts, a scripture and a Bible study. What do I need to do to help them get there? Not my job. So true. I mean, it's almost how we work with, you know, when you're trying to convince a teenager and I'm not saying we treat people like teenagers, but I'm, you know, you have a greater effect with the less you say sometimes. Yeah. And and just letting God in there, we just follow his word. We just sit in that because we're reflecting him. The sun, like we talked about last time. Exactly. Yes. We're reflecting him and we're letting God stay in control. We aren't trying to be God for that person. And if we keep our mouths shut, we can let God reflect through us as long as we're not creating our own narrative for that. Exactly. And then we are, when our mouths are shut, we are less apt to badmouth each other, (laughs) (laughs) saying unkind and unhelpful things. Because the last thing that I, and I do actually, this is one of my, one of the things that I worry about. And, Mm. um, I never want to be the person who is a stumbling block or a, or puts up a brick and someone else's wall when it's concerning God. Mm. And I know I've done that in the past and I try really hard. And I think that's why um, this really hit home for me because it is a lot of times words Mm -hmm. that can do that words and actions because it's all coming from the heart. Um, But anyway, staying rooted in his word and anchored in it and his wisdom, not mine gets me a lot farther. I love that, but I want you to give yourself a little grace and know that God knows your intentions. Thank you. Yeah, give yourself a little bit of grace there, girl. Okay. This brings me to that verse that we talked about earlier today. Um, you and I were talking, and I said, man, this uh, verse in Galatians stopped me in my tracks. It's Galatians 5, 7. It says, you were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? Mm. And that's what you're saying. You're like, I don't want to be the one. Right. Yeah. So... I guess today, I want you to think about maybe a relationship in which you feel like it's starting to be splintered a little bit and maybe going back and realizing that you don't know the whole story. And while they might not know the whole story either, your job is just to love them anyway. Hmm. Absolutely. What other ways do you think? And it might even be you. You just might need to love yourself a little bit, you know? Sitting with, the, sitting with the Lord and reflecting on you. I can go back to five or six years ago and think about, th- think about things that I did and said and think, mm-hmm. it's okay, girl, you didn't know the whole story. Right. And God has grace and mercy for that. He sure does. All day long, thank goodness, because he is a consuming fire that is self-sustaining and never runs out. Love it, girl. Woo! <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on The Center and the Saints.